Hey everybody, it is Chad Gurley. I'm here with Brian Pinter. We're here at Christ Church and um, we're doing another one of our episodes of Faith Frequency where we have discussions about things theological, things spiritual, and just kind of opening our eyes to different expressions of our religious life. And so today we're going back to what we discussed in our last episode having a dark or experiencing a dark night of the soul and um refresh my memory on what that was a dark night is when we have we go from having an experience of god that feels warm and close and intimate we have a real sense of god's presence in our life and then that disappears and we ask ourselves well, what's happened has, has god gone away or am i now an atheist and this is what it can feel like. I, I've experienced this myself. Does it sometimes feel like you're at fault for it? Do you ever feel like, oh, I've done something? That's a risk. You're, that's a very good point. Some people think, well, if I just, I'll, I'll, I'll pray harder, or I'll, I'll go to Mass every day, or um, I'll go to confession once a week. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking yeah. about from my Catholic approach. But yeah. that, that can be a temptation, is if I just work harder, I'll earn it back. Right, right. And actually... The way forward is the opposite. It's it's about surrender and trusting that God is is taking away our old images and ways of relating to God to invite us into something deeper. Because ultimately God is an unknowable mystery. And the deeper we go into friendship with God, the more we're gonna enter that darkness. So and I can use a paradoxical illustration, it's actually like it's like we're looking directly at the sun and now we're overwhelmed by the light and we can't see anything else. And we think we're blind, but we're actually not blind. We're just being overwhelmed by the light. And the deeper we go into relationship with God, that's what begins to happen. So it's as if God is not there, but actually it's, it's an experience that's happening uh, spiritually in a sense of refinement, would you say? That's right. That's a good word for it. God is guiding us. He's re, God is refining our images and our sense of of who God is and it's actually very humbling because we realize that as I said the old images icons the old words our theology it, it all ultimately falls short there's nothing that can capture this no image and, and God is doing us a favor by taking that away and saying I'm gonna show you I'm gonna bring you closer to me but you're entering into a deeper mystery. And getting closer to God in that mystery is also somewhat unlearning the God that you knew before. Yes. And yeah. and and that can I imagine, I think that that's very scary because you lose a sense of who you thought God was. That's right. That's right. I think it was John of the Cross who said that we need to understand more by not understanding than by understanding. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and that's what it is, because we run the risk, if we don't let go of these images of God that served us well, I mean, we all had images of God as a children. Right, they're not as wrong. A child. Yeah, they're not, they're not wrong. They're helpful to us. But if we don't let those go, as we grow and mature and evolve in our friendship with God, we run the risk that we will remake God in our image and likeness, right? When it's we're the ones who are in God's image and likeness. So I think that this is 
like a service that God does for us to, to help us to shake off these, these things but go into something deeper. So what does that look like? What's that deeper look like? Well, I mean, I guess it's going to look different to everyone. But I mean, I think I'm asking in the sense of we're going through the dark night of the soul. What is on the other side? As far as our spiritual expression, our, our, our um, understanding. Um, I think if I could use an image, and here I'm talking about letting go of images, but an image we could use is we realize, we surrender to the fact they were floating on top of water that's a thousand feet deep. We, and we can't see the bottom. And we're out there in the middle of the ocean. And, but we, we trust that God is going to keep us afloat, that we're there. This is, I, I don't know if I can say this is what it will look like, but what the wisdom of our tradition is about this is that we do have to surrender to it. Yeah. We just trust that this is happening because it's God's work in our life and we're not going to fight it. Yeah. I think last time I talked about Mother Teresa was a great teacher about this and in a way it was a negative example because she was in a 60-year standoff with God. Do you think she was struggling against her dark night? Well, I think she, w- she was in the dark night and she was saying, God, where are you? Where are you? Um, oh, instead of just surrendering and, to... And so she was saying, I want back what we used to have. Right. I want that back. Right. And God is saying, you're not going to get that back. Right. We're going to go to a deeper place. And what makes her saintly was the example she gives us in that in the struggle of the dark night, she continued to show up, so to speak. Yeah. You know, as I said last time, your faith isn't where your head is or where your heart is. It's where your ass is. Yeah. So it's what you're. What are you doing day to day with your life to show your, to show your faith that you're a disciple? And that's what she did. And that's the wisdom and and the great lesson that she gave us. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really like. It kind of mirrors a human relationship in some respects, in the sense of you can't go back to what you had. You that's know, right. like you're always changing. You're always growing, with that yeah. person, and so it's going to be different than it was in the beginning. Of course. It's like if my wife and I tried to go on our honeymoon again, say, we're going to recreate the honeymoon when we went to Maine. I mean, it would be a nice trip, but it would not be the honeymoon because we're different people and the relationship has evolved and we have a a huge shared history now and just everything is different. Yeah. So we can't expect to to go back and have a second honeymoon. That's unfortunate. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But the... The longer you persist in these relationships, whether it's marriage, friendship, relationship with God, the, the, the deeper and the richer it becomes. And you discover things that you could never have imagined. You know, I have a friend, he's a Presbyterian minister. He's been married now about 60 years. Wow. I said, what's it like? Yeah. He said, it just takes on a richness like I could have never imagined yeah. before. Yeah. And I think that that's what happens in relationship with God. We. When we're young, or in the beginning of this relationship, we just can't imagine where it's going to take us. Um, and that's one of the things I find so exciting and enjoyable about it, is I, I want to trust where God is going to take this all. Yeah. And who knows where yeah. it's going to be. So. And you, and you trust and have faith that it's all working towards God's good. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, it's happening. I, you know, it, it, reminds me 
when Paul was talking about eating, talking like a child, is yeah. that kind of you think that's what he's referring to in some respects? Yeah, in in his own in his context, I, uh, I th- that comes from Corinthians, I think, and it's also with that passage about seeing through a glass darkly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I I think that's about that evolution. Yeah, is uh, well, no, when you mature, the old explanations don't work anymore, and you're not asking the same questions anyway. Right, it's right. a whole new different set of questions. You know, I find that too. Some of the things that. I see the churches struggle with some of these questions. I think, I'm just not asking those questions anymore. I can't get too caught up in these fighting about some of these things that now seem petty. At one time were important, but I think that's what happens to us. I feel that way too. So any advice for moving forward through... Yeah, Yeah, there's a few things from our tradition that I think are helpful for us. We could call them commandments for the road ahead I mean the first one is that the dark nights are inevitable if you're going to get serious about about friendship with God about being a disciple of Jesus it's not going to be easy I mean first of all it's a life of commitment and it right. calls for sacrifice as the Jesuit prophet Daniel Berrigan said before you get serious about Jesus consider how you're going to look on wood which oh, means this is not, not going to be easy. And even the, the friendship will not be easy because it's, it's going to go, you can, we're going to enter into this, this time of, of darkness and, and mystery, which is scary. Yeah. Um, secondly, we have to find God when there are no props anymore, when we don't have those external supports that we find early on in the relationship. Like... Well, we could, we could look at an example of ancient Israel. They had a temple, they had a king, and they had land. And then that was all gone. Right. It was all taken away. And now right. they had to go deeper. They had to find God in, in something else. Okay, So they, yeah. they, they looked to their tradition. They looked to scripture. But when those, um, those big things, those external supports that, that hold the religion up and hold up belief, that's taken away... It's actually a good thing yeah. because those things can block us from a deeper spiritual life. And it's, it's good that they go away. That makes sense. Because it's, uh, something else can, can happen. But, I mean, there is uh, one, one rule that comes out as we, we, have to, we keep showing up. You see, when, it, when Israel lost all that, then they still showed up. They turned, they turned to Scripture. They, they look back into the deepest parts of their tradition. Um, and that's what we're called to do. We just we show up in the relationship with God. We continue a contemplative practice or whatever it is mm-hmm. where we say, God, wherever, whoever, whatever you are, I'm here right. for these 20 minutes, right. whatever it is. And I think the, the final thing is the more we mature in this relationship, the more humble we have to become in the ways of God. It's... I, so often in religion, we're fighting about who's right and who's wrong. We're the true religion. You're not. Uh, we fight about boundaries. Inside the church, we fight about everything. We have our causes. We have the Eucharist. Yeah, who gets to distribute it? Who gets to preside over it? Um, yeah, who gets to be ordained? Who doesn't get to be right, ordained? All those things. All those things. Um, none of us fully... None of us have God. 
None of us can fully capture God. And we should never get a sense that we got it because God is holy, is other, and beyond our comprehension. I think ultimately that moves us toward a wiser, more embracive heart. You know, I think the truth is that God is scattered through all the religions of the world. Yeah. And I'm a Christian because I think it has the most pieces. (laughs) I'll say that. Um, But, you know, for example, you're wearing a blue shirt and I'm wearing blue pants. And I could not sit here and say, well, this is the only real blue. This is it. I mean, you're just just a different shade. It's still blue. It's still true blue. Um, And I think we we look at religion, we should look at religion that way. Uh, This is a different of of depth and perspective and understanding and not... Well, we're all on the path towards God, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone is outside of that. Which is not to downplay the the differences among them, because they, they are real. But I just think, as one of my professors in graduate school said, when you're talking about God, keep the edges fuzzy. Hmm. Don't think we can put a fence around this and say, this this is what it is. Um, Anyway. We put God in a box a lot. Yeah, and the dark night is a way of teaching us not to do that. Yeah, That's God's hard way of teaching us, no, you can't do that. God is saying, I'm mystery. I'm holy, 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 as we say in the great Thanksgiving, the Eucharistic prayer. I'm other. So don't think that no religion should think we got it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Enjoy talking with you. Yes, you too. (laughs) So, till next time. We'll talk again soon.